This is the Latin Alternative Podcast from WEXT Radio. Visit us online at wextradio.org. Como estas? You're tuned in to the Latin Alternative, a full hour of the best in Latin rock, funk, hip-hop, and electronic music. I'm your co-host, Josh Norick, joined once again by my esteemed colleague, Dr. Ernesto Lechner. Hola, amigos. Today, a musical project from Miami single-handedly revives the mystique of the Cuban mambo. A bossa nova pioneer returns with a brand new record, and power pop outfit Jumbo visits the Latin Alternative for a brief interview. So it's a new music episode today with artists from all over the globe, even Benin in Africa, hermano Norek, right? Yeah, I saw that we have a, a visitor from Africa doing a Latin-themed song. But first we're going to start with Sergio Mendes. Now, hermano, this is the bossa nova pioneer who was recording Maish Canada in the 60s. It's incredible to me that he's still active and making wonderful new albums such as In the Key of Joy. Uh, Sergio Mendes for the past few years has been collaborating with hip-hop artists, with rappers and mixing his sort of old-school bossa nova sound with new sonics and a really interesting combination. I really love this track so bubbly and refreshing that Sergio Mendes cooked up. This is from his brand new album featuring the rapper Buddy and it's the title track In the Key of Joy. This piece is scored in the key of joy. Sergio on the piano. The boy from Niteroi. Let's go! Poltergeist, something like the men in black I'm on an ultra light, dropping the top I got a beautiful woman that's trying to chill on a Saturday night Where you wanna go, girl? We'll do whatever you like I've been waiting, waiting until the time is right Now I'm really going in, having the time of my life Gym boys ain't got no bragging rights I just do my own thing, I don't follow the hype Big pimping just like Dolomite Baby, put down your phone tonight Maybe you can stay over tonight I don't wanna be alone tonight You know you like the sound of that Right here, this where the party at On the dance floor, where you find me at Copy that, cool Drinking Hennessy on the rocks, rolling up on my pot. I'm in the sky like the Wi-Fi. She been trying to connect me because I hit her hot spot. She rocking the crop top, got on my flip flop. She wiggle it a little when we doing the sound My moves just top notch, you got forgot. Top of the shelf, top in the rest. Oh, yes, oh, yes, haters is not blocking my wealth. Uh, I'll start to melt when she look in my eye. Dancing all night till they back is to stop. Baby, don't leave me, I need you a lot. I'll be the one to take you to the stars. I'll catch a little vibe one time, but voila. It'll be magic, girl, rubber but the lot. I really wanna lay you down. Yeah. If you wanna, we can do it now.
You are tuned in to The Latin Alternative and a spotlight on our favorite new musica from L.A. We just heard the Latin funk band Jungle Fire. I love these guys. Definitely uh, influenced by Afrobeat and some heavy Latin funk. Uh, they've had two prior albums and I'm very excited they're going to be releasing a new record on Nacional Records. Uh, that track was called Que Malo. It's, I believe, just right now a single from their forthcoming third album. This is The Latin Alternative. Let's go! tuned in to the latin alternative a full hour of the best in latin rock funk hip-hop and electronic music i'm your co-host josh norick and i am in las vegas for the latin grammys and had the privilege to run into an old friend of the show clemente castillo from one of my favorite mexican rock and indie bands jumbo they've been doing their thing for a long time and are actually nominated for a latin grammy this year for an album called manual de viaje a un lugar lejano which basically reworks a lot of their biggest songs uh, in a more, I guess you could call it, orchestral big band uh, style. And I am joined today by Clemente Castillo, the group's lead singer. How are you, man? Yeah, it is. It's uh, live in the studio, both um, recorded to tape and uh, filmed. Uh, so it was it was a, a, a very big challenge. It was it was a very fun album to record. And uh, you guys have been doing your thing for a while. I remember being obsessed with your debut album, which I believe came out. I hate to say in like 1999 or 2000, yeah, uh, the album Restaurant. Um, and I, back at that time, I was the publicist for Julieta Venegas and Jaguares on the Revolución tour. I think that was the first. First time I ever got to see you guys live, you were the opening band. And I'm a sucker for like power pop and kind of hard edged melodic rock. And so like suddenly you were my new favorite band. It's funny how 20 years flies. And so tell us just a little bit about this record. Um, I thought it'd be really fun today to play these kind of newly recorded big band expanded versions of the songs and then contrast them with the original versions. So um, just tell us briefly about this album concept and the first song we're going to hear off this record, En Repetición. Well, En Repetición is a track from Teleparque, our third album. Uh, it was a very obscure and kind of different album uh, in contrast with Dede Ponle Play, which was the second album and then Restaurant as well. So to make the versions for Manual de Viaje in a very orchestral way, it kind of, it puts you in, it sets a different mood because everything had to be based on string arrangements, horn arrangements, and giving the possibility of 14 people playing together in one same stage to kind of share the role of what everyone was going to be doing, especially if there wasn't loud, you know, distorted guitars and this wall of sound that we used to create with, or we, we are used 
to recording for electric albums. So the biggest challenge was to make for these versions to flow in a very smooth and kind of like breezy way. When you, when you listen to the album beginning to end, it's very easy to listen to. So it was, it was the case with the opening track in repetition that it felt as a, as a very, a very feel good vibe. We're going to take a listen to the newly reworked version of En Repetición from Jumbo and their expanded orchestral big band album Manual de Viaje a un Lugar Lejano, or I guess you could call it a guide to travel to a faraway place. Yep. And then we're going to contrast it with the original version from back in 2003. We've never had the privilege of contrasting two different versions of a song on this show. I thought it'd be fun. So let's take a listen to the newer version of En Repetición followed by the original studio version.
Hey y'all, this is Clemente Castillo from Jumbo and you are listening to The Latin Alternative. tuned in to the Latin Alternative, and we are in Las Vegas for the Latin Grammys, and I am joined by Clemente Castillo from one of my favorite rock bands in any language, the group Jumbo, and you just heard the original studio recording going back to 2003 of the song En Repetición. You know, I've always loved Jumbo and their ability to mix kind of 
power pop and indie rock and garage rock. And it's kind of a pleasure now to have this more, I guess you'd call it mature, expanded big band album. So we played the newer version uh, recorded with a big band followed by the original studio version. That was again En Repetición. And Clemente, I wanted to have you tell us a little bit about this next song, Rockstar, which is again, one of my favorite Jumbo tracks and kind of how maybe tell us a little bit of the story about the original song and then how you chose to rework it this time around in an expanded like big band format. Well, back in in, in that time, 2001, when we were writing songs for Daddy Pony Play, it, it came to us uh, that it would be good to have a, a like a title track that was this image of the of the big uh, rock star in 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 Monterrey we had the Avanzada Regia which was just this movement of a lot of colleagues and musicians that were starting to get really big like Control Machete El Gran Silencio Surdoc Plastilina Mosh and we we kind of fooled around with this idea of some of these people becoming, you know, so big and how it was, it was kind of weird for us to, to view our own colleagues as, as, uh, and, and it didn't have to be from Monterrey, but it was what we were living as somebody that would just lost their feet, you know, and, 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 and became huge rock stars and were playing around different parts of, of the world, not, not just in Mexico. It was a parody. I mean, we, we ended up filming this video with Steve Hampt, uh, a video director and producer that had worked with Beck and other artists like Primal Scream. And, um, and it was, it, we transmitted this idea to Steve that, that it, w- it was supposed to be a big joke about this character that, that be- suddenly became the biggest, uh, uh, in, in his mind beca- became the biggest star, you know? And, um, and so the company, BMG thought, it was by far the power, the, the most powerful song in, in the, in the record. So it was, it was the, the first single for the Ipole play. And it hit like, I, I believe it hit in one or two weeks, number one in, in, uh, uh Latin radio in, 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 uh, in Mexico. Well, it was always one of my favorite songs. And we're going to play the original version a little bit. But so just when you had to take into account, you're playing it now with a bigger band uh, in this kind of expanded big band orchestral arrangement. Did you find yourself rearranging the instrumentation and just taking into account things that probably were not part of the plan back in 2001? Yeah, totally. I mean, when when we got into the, the basic arrangement of the song, it had a lot to do with this really steady baseline and groove and then the, the the keyboard and the guitar is just kind of like following along and we never took into consideration the big strings or a different flow that the our producer Adam Khodorovsky had thought of uh, of it being a little bit more laid back and also without it being boring at all or it, it didn't feel like the new arrangement was was um, weak. It, it felt it had a, a lot of flow, but it was just not you know noisy. Like like it started to turn out for our live shows from where the original song that had been recorded for the Poly Play it evolved into something that was really way more rowdy when we played it live. So it started to become like a very very loud song in concert. When we landed this song for Manual de Viaje, Adán said, forget about it. I mean, we're, we're just going to make something completely different. And this is what turned out. And we're, we're really happy with this version. I mean, I, I love it. 
Let's take a listen. This is the newly reworked of Jumbo's hit song from back in 2001. This is the reworked, expanded big band version of Rockstar. And then we're going to follow it with the original version that came out, I hate to say, almost two decades ago. Time flies very quickly. Our special guest today, Clemente Castillo from Jumbo. Gracias por estar con nosotros. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thank you for this great chat. Pequeño gran rockstar, todo acabó, te traigo una dulcipo para que dejes de llorar, te puedes Pequeño gran rockstar, todo acabó. Te traigo una dulcipop para que dejes de llorar. 
Hey y'all, this is Clemente Castillo from Jumbo and you are listening to The Latin Alternative. Listening to the Latin Alternative and a spotlight on our favorite new musica. Now we're gonna listen to some Miranda. This is a band from Argentina. I've been a fan of Miranda for 
many many years and usually you know you always um, make a joke that i love the slow songs i love progressive rock i like tropical music i like brazilian this is sort of like unusual for me to like a band so much what they do is this synth pop very commercial pop sort of nuggets with a uh, pristine production and uh, very hooky stuff. So, what are your thoughts on Miranda? Well, Ernesto, it's, it's funny you're asking me that because I'm not going to lie. In the past, I was not a huge fan of Miranda. I found it to be a little too kitschy. Certainly, there is a place in my heart for synth pop, especially the British new wave stuff of the early 80s. And then, oddly enough, about 16 years into their career, they released a single, uh, I guess it was last year, called La Colision, which we played a number of times on the show. And it was probably my favorite Latin alternative song of all of 2019. And I guess it's kind of rare normally for me to love a group so far into their career, but I see that the same thing's happening to you. Yes, you know, Miranda made it big many years ago with that song Don, where they had some, uh, in fact, some creative help from none other than Gustavo Cerati from Soda Stereo. But I agree with you, they keep getting better and better. They're very talented and it's all disguised under this veneer of commercial synth pop, but there's so much depth in what they do and the production. Everything is so, I don't know, executed with so much finesse. Miranda has a new album out. We're going to be playing uh, tracks from that. But before they release the album, they uh, released a single uh, that I'm obsessed with. This is Un Tiempo by Argentina's Miranda. suficiente con acá te siento justo acá si tienes alguien más tan solo dilo de frente Por favor 
triste, solo dime la verdad Pero no me dejes, por favor Entiendo que fue solo un momento Sería mejor pedir perdón ¿Por qué no nos tomamos un tiempo? Un tiempo, un tiempo You're listening to The Latin Alternative, an hour of the best in Latin rock, funk, hip-hop, and electronic music. tuned in to the latin alternative and a spotlight on our favorite new music 
from Buenos Aires, Argentina, we just heard Marilina Bertoldi. I absolutely love that last track, Fumar de Dia. Ernesto, you know I'm a rocker and you know I love my guitar. And uh, I did not know anything about Marilina until I read that she won the Premio Gardel, which is kind of an equivalent, I guess, of in Argentina of the Grammys. She won, I think, for Album of the Year. So, of course, I was just curious. I didn't know what kind of music it was. I fired up the album and I was shocked. I'm like, how did I miss this? And I just love that track, Fumar de Dia, rock with a little bit of new wave and, and some edgy guitar. Uh, and it's really cool to see like a really loud, empowered female rocker um, in a country that Argentina has always been dominated, you could say, by male rockers. And uh, she seems to be getting quite a lot of recognition. And I'm very impressed because it was an Argentinian tinge distinctly when you said her name, Marilina Bertoldi, uh, my brother. My Argentine-Italian accent kicking in. <laughs> there you go. And now we're going to go to Benin in Africa. But actually, we're going to go to the sounds of planet Earth because this is Angelique Kijo recording an entire full-length album tribute to Celia Cruz. Uh, I've always loved African pop and uh, I've always been a fan of Angelique Kijo. And I didn't know that she had such a weakness for the repertoire of Celia Cruz. But Angelique, now that she's 59 years old, she, I guess she's going back to sort of her influences, the stuff that moves her as a listener. And I discovered this album that she did called Celia. It's sumptuous, very well recorded. And of course, all the expected Celia Cruz songs are there from La Vida es un Carnaval to Toro Mata and Cucala. I picked Kimbara because it's one of my favorite Celia Cruz um, songs. And I love what Angelique Kijo did with it. Here she is with a really soulful and moving version of Celia Cruz, Kimbara. Kimbara, kumbara, kimba, kimbamba. Kimbara, kumbara, kimba, kimbamba. Kimbara, kumbara, kimba, kimbamba. Kimbara, kumbara, kimba, kimbamba. Llamado Bongo, dile que apoy Que se espere un momentito Mientras canto guaguando Dile que no es un desprecio Pues vive en mi corazón Mi vida es tan solo eso Rumba buena y guaguando Bamba, eh? Para, 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 para
You're tuned in to The Latin Alternative, and an episode spotlighting our favorite new musica. We just heard Mambo Babalu from Miami, a group that is very, very indebted to, uh, you could say, traditional mambo music. And uh, I really liked that track, Ernesto. I understood it featured Lucrecia, uh, a legendary singer. Um, it's cool to see uh, a new group keeping the mambo flame alive. Yes, in a way, Mambo Babalu reminds me of the Buena Vista Social Club. What they did with the Cuban song, Mambo Babalu is doing it with the Mambo by uh, reviving it, reviving the, the great songs from the past, but with a modern sensibility. And the same could be said about the indie rock band that we're going to listen to now, El Asesino del Romance from Buenos Aires. This is a band that I discovered thanks to Paula Drama, the vocalist of Los Besos. She was posting on Facebook raving about this band, and she is very much right. El Asesino del Romance, what I love about them is that it's clearly uh, they've been listening to a lot of uh, the classic alternative rock from England coming out from the 80s and the 90s. The influences are all over the place. They have these nocturnal cinematic moods. I love their new album, Después. And this is a track that's uh, definitely going to be there um, when I compile my list of favorite music of 2020. Sal de ahí by El Asesino del Romance. Estás
you are listening to The Latin Alternative. This has been a spotlight on our favorite new music. We just heard El Asesino de Romante with the track Sal de Ahí. If you like what you've been hearing on The Latin Alternative, please do follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Latin Alternative. On Twitter, our ID is LatinAlt. You can also stream the weekly podcast edition of the show by searching for The Latin Alternative on either Spotify or iTunes or simply going directly to thelatinalternative.com. Now, Ernesto, what are we going to wrap the show up with today? Well, um, my brother, Josh, what if I told you that my mom was a piano teacher and one of her students ended up collaborating with one of the biggest legends in the history of Brazilian music. I am quite surprised to learn all of this this far into our friendship. No, I did not know this. <laughs> so, my, when I was a kid, my mom was a piano teacher and she had a student who was particularly brilliant. His name is Gabriel Sivak. Throughout the years, I've kept in touch with Gabriel. He became, he moved to Europe and became... Uh, a notable composer of contemporary classical music and tango and uh, a wonderful piano player. Recently, he told me that he was collaborating with none other than Toquinho. Toquinho, who's a legend in Bossa Nova, uh, MPB, you know, a timeline that spans 50 years of Brazilian music, Toquinho. And uh, recently, Gabriel Sivak was kind enough to send me this album, Canto de Sereia, that he recorded with, together with Toquinho, Gabriel Sivak being the piano player, co-composer and musical director, and Toquinho doing his magic. So we're going to listen to the title track of that. Uh, it's a wonderful bringing some family together with uh, my favorite music. It's uh, great, Gabriel, that you are collaborating with Toquinho. This is Canto de Sereia. Thank you so much for joining us. Hasta la próxima. Adios.
I'm Josh Norick for The Latin Alternative. The technical producer is Dave Michaels for WEXT. The Latin Alternative is a production of Josh Norick and WEXT Amsterdam, New York, a listener-supported service of WMHT. 